0: Well, I'm not. Gonna, can't start with that. Yes, I'm I not going to put. I'm not going to start our episode with an f bomb. Let me
1: think. Let me think here.
0: Maybe in, in. You know what? You know what? In honor of Tom Brady, let's go. That's episode not... seventy one. <laughs> Wayne okay. in with Trav assortment. I'm B Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav, looking good, popping color again. I like it. That is traditional Weekend Trav attire. Tell me a little bit about that shirt.
1: Popping colors. There's not really much about it except that it's bright. I like it. And it's cold in Florida right now. So I'm trying to bring the warmth. And in the boxing gym here too, I've been putting on like tropical things on the TV mm-hmm. to just mentally incite warmness because it's literally, it dropped to 30 degrees we,
0: here. Uh, we are suffering like the rest of the country with winter all consolidated into the past two days. I believe it has been in the 30s and 40s and then breaking through into the 50s the past couple of days. Weekend Trav, my son and I went to a theme park uh, Saturday morning when it was the coldest of our weekend. It was cold. Yeah. It was cold. My, my fingers hurt. But I digress. We don't care about that. No one cares about that.
1: Because Thursday is going to be in the high of 80s. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> any of our viewers and listeners on the audio side of things, no one cares about us and our doldrums of Florida winter. They don't. They don't. But what they do care about do is not. boxing. They do care about is uh beards maybe. yes and they do care about bourbon and they do care just in general they just uh, we have a caring group of folks that watch and if you
1: have been watching us for the month of january mm-hmm. weekend trav has not been partaking nobody's probably said anything because they don't watch us enough but i haven't been but guess what today
0: we, i am we partake so cheers to you my friend
1: cheers brother back to our bourbon
0: you made it at three weeks yeah 20,
1: 22 days i mean it That's was good. it was decent I was trying to do dry January. didn't work.
0: I don't understand the whole concept of dry January. But, you know, maybe we can get to that later on after we've drank a good amount of this bottle. To be
1: honest, I did not even know that there was such a thing as dry January. I decided to do it on my own token. Hmm. After a couple of days in, people are like, Oh, you're doing dry January. I but was it's like, perfect. I was like, what is that? Because you go from
0: dry January into effed up February. <laughs> and so we can really get into it. So weekend travel, we're here to uh, all our subscribers. Thank you so much. If you have yet to subscribe, please do so below on YouTube, on Spotify, uh, um, you know, on um, iTunes, Amazon. You know, we're all over the place on the audio side. I think we might even have or starting to open up a rumble account. I don't yes, know.
1: Yes, we are. So we
0: are. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going on over here, and uh, we appreciate all the support, the comments. The likes, all that good stuff. So, week in, trav, we got a lot of boxing news to cover because we haven't had an episode in the past two weeks, and there's a lot that's transpired since then. We want to talk about a couple of fights coming up. Number one this weekend, we have Keith Thurman taking on Mario Barrios, and then uh, in April, which was just announced this week, Amanda Serrano taking on Katie Taylor's. There's some Tyson Fury news. Blah blah blah. So, anyways, that's where we're at. But before I throw it over to you, I want to make sure everyone remembers that this is the number one beards bourbon and boxing podcast shot specifically in orlando florida specifically in laureate park specifically in a boxing gym shot on a sunday or monday today is sunday boom number one in the world
1: number 1 in the world kids
0: fantastic niche demographic
1: number 1 in the world though that's all in that the world in
0: when you drill down to those metrics number 1 in the world drill deep so drill we can real deep sorry eesh. so we can travel we want to talk first and foremost this weekend on february 5th we have keith thurman taking on mario barrios you alluded to that last time we chatted and sat down together so let's talk about that fight give me your rundown give me your thoughts overall on what that really means specifically for keith thurman
1: it's, there's a lot on the line for Keith Thurman because he's coming off a split decision loss to Manny Pacquiao, but he's been dormant for a while. And when, it's, when you're in the boxing world, literally you become irrelevant when you take so much time off. And that's just the matter. It is what it is. There's so many great boxers out there right now that we don't talk about because they have nothing coming up. They've done nothing lately. It's Unfortunately, it's the sales world. It's what have you done for me lately? And that's what the consumer wants. Literally, boxing consumers, when we watch boxing, we want to hear about the best in the world on a consistent basis. That's why guys like Canelo Alvarez are great, because he's fighting three, maybe even four times in a year, which is unheard of for a guy at his level. Hmm. But because of that, that dude is superstardom now. He really is. The guy's a superstar now. Uh, And he hasn't always been, but he is now for sure, because he fights a lot. So with that being said, Keith Thurman has a lot on the line, because he hasn't fought for a while. So, and I was looking at Mario Barrios. I know why they picked him now. So Keith Thurman has to win this fight. He loses this fight. It's the end of the road because of their choice of opponent. Mario Barrios, when he turned pro, he fought at 122 pounds, okay? Most of his career, the highest he's ever fought is 140, okay? The fight with Keith Thurman is at 147. It's a welterweight. So I think Keith Thurman's people specifically... Picked a smaller guy uh-huh. Uh-huh. because I think honestly, Keith Thurman, friend of mine for sure, but I think he's got some, uh, some, some questions to answer with his chin, uh-huh. with a lot of stuff because he's went down, he's been injured or not injured, but he's been hurt by, um, uh, the the Riverside Rocky, I forget it. Josecito Lopez mm-hmm. hurt him pretty bad. Manny Pacquiao put him on the canvas in the first or second round of their fight. So I think now that's coming out that I think they're a little his his chin is a little questionable. His heart is there for sure because he gets up and finishes fights. Mm-hmm. So his heart's there. But when you fight a smaller guy, you you better dominate him. And you know who Mario Barros' last fight was against? Drivante Tank Davis. Yeah.
0: yeah. Who's a
1: lot smaller? Okay, yeah. Gervonta knocked him out. So, there's a lot in line for Thurman because if Thurman goes the distance in a boring fight but wins with Barrios, that's not enough. Like, Keith Thurman has to put a, a little a stamp on this fight, and I think he's going to knock him out. I think he has to knock him out to be in that conversation, to be in the welterweight division again, to be in that conversation of the Manny Pacquiao's, the world champions, the, the Errol Spence's, the, the Ugas's, the, the Terrence Crawford's. Mm. He has to knock this guy out, and that is a lot of pressure
0: any pressure on mario barrios going into this thing
1: i think zero pressure just Mm. for exact reasons why i mentioned there he's a hundred percent going up in weight Mm. so if he loses what's he going to say he's like oh well i'll go back down to 140 where i'm comfortable at Mm -hmm. i'll go back down to where uh, i was moving up to 140 in the first place anyway to fight people because he came from 122 like that's 120 the weight classes are
0: percentage wise 122
1: 126 130 135 140 that's five weight classes just to 140 six weight classes to 147 which is walter weight which is where he's fighting keith Thurman at so that's that's a lot of weight like
0: i mean listen when if i get into a a kick of drinking beer it takes a good six weeks to gain 20 pounds (laughs) just drinking (laughs) beer that's a big jump up man so I mean, it's, I'm, just, I'm just keeping it real. So that, that's coming up here, February 5th. That's this weekend. That's Fox pay-per-view coming to you from Las Vegas. Uh, we weren't sure in the arena. I, I don't know which arena that was. Michelob from.
1: Ultra Arena, which I'm not really who, sure who, what who that's. Who knows at.
0: which one that is nowadays?
1: Sponsorships change um, all the time.
0: So, so what is what is your outlook here uh, on the fight itself? Uh, how do you see this fight going?
1: You know, I think it's going to be a competitive fight because it's always going to be competitive when a guy like Mara Barrios. He doesn't have anything to lose. For all the reasons I mentioned, he doesn't have anything to lose. Mm-hmm. So that can make for a very interesting fight, meaning he's going to go out there, he's going to lay it all on the line because he doesn't care if he wins or loses mm-hmm. necessarily. Because if he loses, his career is still going to be okay. I think that I mentioned maybe in the prelude to this, I was like, oh, they're both at a crossroads. I, I don't agree with that anymore. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think the only person at a crossroads here is Keith Thurman because if Barrios loses, he's fine. He's going to go back down to mm-hmm. 140 where he's comfortable at. If Thurman loses, you just lost to a guy that fought at 122, mm-hmm. five, six, seven years ago. That's a big loss. And
0: how old is Keith Thurman? Or, or
1: Keith Thurman is 31 or 32. So he's not. Listen, back in the day, you would say, yeah, he was older. But now nowadays, he's not. He's only 31 or 32. So even if he does lose, you can't say he's completely done. From, but it's going to be a long road from a, back. From a
0: quantity of fights, how old is he?
1: He's still fairly young because he's only really been in some really serious fights probably the last two to three years of his career, of mm-hmm. his fighting career, because he hasn't fought for a year or, or so after the Manny Pacquiao fight. So I don't think he's – he's not like a – he's not long in the tooth in that regard okay. because he hasn't been in wars because they used to call him Keith One Time Thurman, meaning he was knocking people out early. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's going to prolong his career if he wants it to. But I just I, – I don't know. I but remember e- – But
0: either way, to be, to be in the, the conversation of the other names – You know, that's why this fight is so critical. Yes. He has to stamp uh, he has to put his name on this fight. He has to stamp his name on this and finish it. Yeah, it it just can't be be a win. A decisive finish. Yep.
1: It can't just be a win.
0: No, 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 no judges, no nothing. You need to finish the fight. That way you can continue to keep your name in that conversation. You might not be the top in the top three or four in that conversation, but you need to be in the echelon. Of the other guys in that weight, at class. least
1: be in the conversation. Yeah. Yes, you're, yeah. you're exact. You're absolutely right, and that's where if you win a decision, a UD, yeah. a WUD over Barrios, yeah. you're not in the conversation. That's the
0: one thing we've learned over the last two years is that as long as you keep your name in the conversation, that's all that matters right now. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'd take for one. I mean, not that it's the same weight class because it's not, but you get a guy. I was writing some names down. You get a guy like Ryan Garcia. Right, he's just kept his name in the conversation just by being doing, doing his prima donna thing online. Yep, he hasn't fought. Right, I mean he fought a year ago, but still he's been talking a lot. But when you go back to this fight, keeping your name in the conversation is so critical nowadays on the marketing side of it. Yep, uh, because promoters, in my opinion, promoters aren't actually doing their main job, which is marketing your fighters.
1: Promoting your promoting fighters. Promoting your fighters. <laughs> literally in the name of your job.
0: It seems to me that nowadays promoters are in the business of just locking down the fights, locking down the cards, rather than promoting your fighters. So, that being said, we got Keith Thurman, Mario Barrios, February 5th, this week in Fox Pay-Per-View Las Vegas. Um, you know not, gonna, that, gonna, that, you,
1: that you mentioned Garcia? Yeah. There's, I'm hearing rumblings that Cambosis. Is now his two options are no. he, Lomachenko and Garcia.
0: So that was a report on ESPN Ringside, and Cambosis responded to that almost instantaneously he said that's a lie. Yeah, it's he's not even. It's either Haney or it's Lomachenko.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know because DAZN Boxing, who promotes yeah. uh, some of those guys, they came out and said it actually. So that's oh. where I Garcia did it. I'm not taking this is not yeah, from yeah. Garcia. So like I'm like, Cambosis can say that for sure. He still kind of calls the shots, but you know who calls the shots? His promoter.
0: Correct. That's ultimately Ultimately. who. If his
1: promoter says, no, 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 no.
0: Isn't that a sad state of affairs now? And maybe it's always been that way. I mean, I guess guess it's always been that way. Yeah. The fighters don't call their shots. They're still strung along by their promoters.
1: Unless, unless you are Floyd Mayweather, who changed the game in that respect because he did start calling his own shots. That's true. He He left Bob Arum at top rank. That's true. Promoted his own self for a while, even though he was promoting himself, he was still kind of at the hands of other promoters. But he eventually strong armed everybody and said, "Hey, you got to listen to me." But yeah. he's the one in a billion guy that can do exactly. that. Exactly. That's it. He's Sup- the exception, not the rule. It's
0: surprising no one else has really done that, other other than um uh, your boy, your golden boy. Uh, he he. But that was towards the latter part of his career. So yeah, true. Um, but what I will say on the Cambosas topic. I'll give him credit because he, he's all over social media in a good way. Yeah. He responds. Yeah. yeah, He doesn't leave question marks. He responds. And whether or not that ends up being the result, who knows? But he responds. So when you get the fake news out there, you know, when you get the fake media news out there that they're just trying to get their 10 seconds of fame because they're, quote-unquote, breaking news and it ends up being false, i.e. Adam Schefter, i.e. Tom Brady, who knows if he's retired. TB12. TB12. Um, it's interesting when the fighters come back and say, mm, no. Yeah. We didn't say that because yeah, we're still, it's either Haney or Lomachenko. It, Ryan Garcia is not even in the conversation and he shouldn't be.
1: I, and you're a hundred percent correct because we have a running tally over here that we're going to update today oh, yeah, on our, on our weighing in with Travis Harmon, Instagram page. We have a running tally over here. You probably can't see it on our, on our wall here, us, though. You can see it in but the video. we have to update them. There's currently update. 379, but we have to add, I think another seven, maybe I believe. More. So maybe two weeks. Oh maybe. yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. So. Regardless, it's over a year is that running tally, so we definitely have to update that. But
0: every day he's been running his mouth. We used to like, and this is, what, this is what's interesting in our seats because we can do whatever we want because, first of all, we don't answer to anybody. Secondly, who's listening? I hope you're listening. I hope you're watching.
1: One day. One Why day. Not?
0: But we can say whatever we want. We used to actually kind of love Ryan Garcia, especially after that fight when, it, when you know, we, we were there in Texas, January
1: first, twenty twenty-one,
0: and it was great. Luke Campbell, and it was, and Luke Campbell was very like they had respectful words to to, to speak about Ryan Garcia after the fight when we were hanging out with them. And it's like after that, what have you done? Man, I'll give he you was the mental riding bre- high. I'll give you the mental break. I get that anxiety is a real thing. Men, men's health is a real thing. I'm an advocate of that. But then what I, where I lost respect for him was in the middle of his mental break, he gets on Twitter and starts running his mouth starts lashing out, yep. against guys fighting each other when he's sitting on the sidelines because he has anxiety.
1: Yeah, it didn't look good. It wasn't a good look. Because it didn't look
0: true. And yep. it's actually very disrespectful to those that actually suffer with that stuff.
1: That, that's the biggest problem, I think, because you're now, right.
0: And now he's male, mar- male modeling himself with some sort of a soap. face soap, soap or something. Yep, I ain't using that guy's soap.
1: Listen, the dude's a good-looking guy. He is. But you got to fight because you know why you're getting all those endorsements is because you're an undefeated boxer. You don't fight anymore. You're going to lose a lot of that. He doesn't realize it. I hope he does because he's going to lose a lot of those sponsorships. He might be a
0: good-looking dude, but it's not a good look. There's yeah, a difference. Yeah. So I don't That's want to spend good. a lot of time on that clown. And, yeah, I, I called him a clown. He is. It's fair. Uh, so I was Ke- a clown at that age, too. So Keith Thurman, do we want to do – are you going to do a separate prediction video or you just want to throw it out – you want to throw your nuts on the table right now? Who, who do you think is going to win? That's what it sounds like. I,
1: th- I think that – no disrespect, but we'll just keep it on here. I don't need a separate video for him. Fine. I'm going to go with a Keith Thurman. And I'm, I'm going to try – and this is where my friendship with him is probably going to come in play is I think, he, I think he's going to stop this guy. I think he's going to stop him a little later than most think. Um, because I think a lot of people are like, oh, he's going to knock him out in under five rounds. I'm going like seven. I'm going seven. Was that what you thinking? That was the number in my head. Seven. So we're going seven because lucky number seven. So okay. I'm hoping for him because he needs that. If this goes 10, 11, 12 rounds and he just looks boring and and honestly, Barrios can come in here and make this a stinker and like hold him. So Barrios is a veteran. Barrios knows how to survive if he needs to. So Bar- if Barrios comes in here not trying to win, he can make an ugly, boring fight, yeah. which would look terrible for Keith Thurman.
0: Have you looked at the odds on that? I haven't looked at him yet.
1: I have not looked at him. It's got to be massively in favor of Keith Thurman. It's mm-hmm. got to be. Maybe we can. Maybe I'll do a prediction video on that. We'll see. Once we look the odds up, if it's something crazy, and it might be worth it.
0: We, do never, we never advocate... Uh, well, we, I won't say never, but we don't advocate... Uh, gambling, necessarily, we give our thoughts we don't advocate
1: and irresponsible gambling no for
0: irresponsibility, sure. so even the NFL even has commercials now, which is so funny nowadays that 's the way our worlds will work and you have I saw former it. coach Steve Mariucci. yeah, up there I saw it he puts the three rules on know your right. limits then uh, then I lose track uh, I saw it. I saw it because you know the gambling apps are addictive, you know they throw out that that free play money, yeah, they throw out they those can blackjack do. things, you start winning the blackjack and then all of a sudden boom you lose yeah. Don't and g- lose. Don't gamble. And, and, yeah, anyways. So that's Keith Thurman, Mario Barrios. We got Keith Thurman, maybe round seven, round eight, somewhere around there. Sounds pretty good.
1: And I'm, I'm saying that prediction for multiple reasons. One is because I think it's going to happen, but also that needs to happen for it his needs career. needs to happen. For his career, yeah. that needs to happen, yeah. bro.
0: So that is February 5th, Las Vegas, Fox pay-per-view, and that's this weekend. Next, let's shift gears. Let's shift gears to the ladies.
1: We are big advocates of, of women's
0: boxing. Look through our catalog of episodes, which you can, if you're on YouTube, if you're anywhere. And go back to the early days. And we've talked about women's boxing on and off, depending on what's been out there for us. Usually it's centered around Michaela Mayer, because that's kind of one of the main names, or Clarissa Shields. But here we have Amanda Serrano. We've talked about her plenty of times. And Katie Taylor we've talked about. Finally, superstar women's boxing match. We haven't seen one of these in a long time. Uh, When was the last time you could think of two marquee women's boxers finding each other?
1: Honestly, at their... it's happened once, but it was Leila Ali and Christy Martin. But Christy Martin was Christy later Martin in her career, down. and she also went up in weight. So that's what I was going to say. That's the last big one that I can remember. This one's different because— Katie Taylor's
0: at pretty much the height yep. right now of her career, and yep. Amanda is coming up— but very explosive, very dangerous. Yep. This is a good fight, folks. And we've been it's a talking to, fight. We've talked about women's boxing here on the show many a times. This is Madison Square Garden. Headlining Madison Square Garden. How many of you out there listening can say you've done that? No one. Well, maybe hopefully, maybe there is somebody out there that can say I've that. I've never
1: headlined it, but I found it, it mad.
0: <laughs> okay. So But Amanda is- Serrano
1: is her nickname is the real deal. This is the real deal. This is deal. the real deal. Like, she's headlining a Madison Square Garden, which I can only dream of at this point.
0: Yeah, so dream that's of. April 30th on the zone. And uh, listen, it's for all the marbles. All the marbles. And there's, and there's already the marketing element going into it, and we can thank Jake Paul and others for that. 100%. Um, but we are actually, we're really looking forward to this.
1: I really am too, because I like Katie Taylor. She's a blue chip type of fighter. She had a really close fight with a girl up on her career, and a lot of people thought she might have lost. She immediately rematches the girl, beats yeah. the girl. Katie Taylor is the real deal as well. Her, this, this whole fight should be called the real deal. She's
0: a, she's a dog in the ring. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, not, not an appearance thing, not at all. Yeah, but yeah. she's a dog in the yep. ring. Like, she is tough as nails. Tough as nails. If you have not yet done it, look up video. Just look up video of the, both of these women. She's
1: 20. Katie Taylor is 20 and 0. Amanda Serrano is 42 and 1. So this is a blockbuster fight. And honestly, I don't want to call the men out because we do have a lot of great men's fights. And we've had a lot of great men's fights. But men, look what's going on right now. These two are not trying to protect their record. They're trying to fight their butts off to capture the audience. Right. The women's audience are trying to solidify women's boxing is important. When's the last time a women's boxing match headlined at Madison Square Garden? Man, That's happens. a better one. I don't know where the, the Christy Martin-Ali fight was at. It would have been awesome if it was Madison Square Garden. But this is a huge fight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, This so, is a
1: huge fight.
0: And so we're not going to spend a ton of time on it just because it's still uh, down the road a bit. But it's interesting. There's already some, uh, some drama swirling around it, not with the two ladies fighting, to the two women fighting. Sorry, I don't want to sound misogynist because there's somebody else in the boxing realm that is being accused of being a misogynist. Not only has he been accused this month, he's not having a good month, Mm-mm. been Mm-mm. accused of being maybe a racist, which we don't agree with, but Poor maybe has uh, some racist tendencies. Who knows? But now also a misogynist, as Jake Paul has called out famed promoter Bob Arum, because Michaela Mayer comes out and says, you know what, she has a list. She wants to become undisputed in her weight class, but then move to the next weight class or this weight class and fight one of these ladies. She needs to. Jake Paul's response to that was, good luck, because number one, your promoter ain't going to have that, and he doesn't even do a good job promoting you. So why do you think that's going to even be number five on his list of things to do? It's not.
1: Like I think easily, we could probably say for the month of January, the person that has had the worst month in January has got to be Bob Arum. He's had the worst in month the of January in, in the, the boxing, boxing world, world. He's had the worst month because Terence Crawford is also suing him for six different counts. One of the counts is for uh, racial bias, but that's not the main focus of the lawsuit. Right. I was guilty of clickbait that as well yep. that is not even the main focus of it there's five other counts um racial bias was just mentioned as one count so that's not even the major major part of it but now Jake Paul who's got a massive following is tacking onto that you're a misogynist so Bob Aaron's not having a good month and you know what now that we've brought up Jake Paul I, I gotta jump in because this kid is using his platform.
0: Well, well before you do, let's, let's, let's finish up the topic about Bob Aram potentially being misogynistic. And he had a response to that, and it really has to do with follow the money. Is just the money's not there. Here's my response to that. You might be right, Bob Aram and everyone else that says that. There's a reason also why the money's not there. If you haven't promoted those things over the last couple of decades, yep. of course the money's not there. Yep. I, I, I'll give the UFC credit where the credit's due. They jumped in on women's fighting where it made sense to. Mm-hmm. They they obviously they jumped on coattails of different different fighters, but they've promoted the hell out of it and now there's several weight classes and several women involved. They're not all good matches, but they're getting a lot better because they've poured the money in. Yep. They've headlined they've headlined pay per views already. Yeah. Okay. I mean,
1: Ronda Rousey was a blockbuster.
0: Let's take fake fighting. Years ago. Fake fighting. Pro wrestling has done this. Yep. So why is boxing so late to the game in doing this? Don't tell me it's because it's a lack of talent. Sure, that's out there. But if you're not promoting it on your side as the main marketer, the talent pool is not going to build up as quickly as it needs to be. Yeah. I think that squarely falls not on the people buying pay-per-views, but the people selling the pay-per-views, marketing them. So it's Bob Arum and all those kind of lackeys. It's your fault why women's boxing is so behind the times compared to UFC, compared to pro wrestling, compared to all this stuff. It is their fault.
1: You're partially right. I think that – here's the fact. That the, is the money there right now? No. But – the money's not there until it's there, it's if a, that makes sense. It's
0: called lead loss. Put it out there. It's called lead loss. You might, you might not make a ton of money on these things initially, but you got to pour the money in early because at some point it could explode. You need the talent pool. But if they're not giving a reason for the talent pool to increase, why bother? Michaela Mayer has even come out and said, uh, I'm not going to fight for – I'm going to do, do three-minute rounds. Why would I bother? I'm not getting paid to do three-minute rounds. The talent yeah, and,
1: out and, there. yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be said about a lot of that stuff, because obviously Michaela Mayer is very talented as well. I've watched her fights and Michaela Mayer's boxing matches that she leaves a lot to be desired.
0: Yes, you're for right for sure. You're right.
1: So there, there's that. However, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve to be promoted, though. She does, for sure. Let's put her in a blockbuster fight, and then we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. But until you 100% nail it down and start putting women in the forefront for multiple different fights, which is what Katie Taylor and uh, Amanda Serrano are doing right now, and mm-hmm. props to Matchroom Boxing, which is Eddie Hearn, mm-hmm. props to Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Amanda Serrano was the first one that comes out and says, she's like, before Jake Paul, I was making $40,000 a fight. She's make both fights under Jake Paul. She made a half a million dollars yeah, each.
0: That's great.
1: Okay, so anybody that listen, you don't have to like Jake Paul. Period. I am asking people for for certain issues. Is Jake Paul wrong here by a hundred percent giving a a platform? And I guarantee you can't answer that he's wrong there because he's not. He's right. Another topic that I can shift a little bit from the women's because Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano, amazing. They, they, it's for the WBC, the WBA, the WBF, and the IB are the WBO world title. Four titles, which all the major titles. Yep. Huge. Jake Paul deserves some credit for that because he signed Amanda Serrano yep. to his promotion company, right? Jake Paul's also now advocating for UFC fighters. He's a boxer, but he's actually – look what he's doing. He's actually advocating for Dana White – To pay the fighters more money. How is that wrong? Listen, That's what I don't get.
0: They've called this stuff prize fighting since the beginning of time for a reason. 100%. You you need to pay the guys and gals for putting their bodies, their livelihood, their future on the line. UFC, obviously, they do not. They've had a lot of issues going on. They're heavyweight champ. There's issues with that. He has knee surgery right now, so it's going to be buried for a little while. The pay rate is not where it should be. You have fighters, Mike Perry, friend, friends of ours. You see him. Friends of the show. What's up, Mike? He he came out recently. and Said for the most part, I'm I'm summing it up that you know they're not paying. Bare Knuckle is paying, and, and here it is. Why yeah. wouldn't I not train? Why would I go training boxing more rather than you know the MMA side of the UFC? Now I'm I'm that's kind of paraphrasing a lot. So I don't want to say that he qu- that's a quote. It's yeah, not. yeah. It wasn't a direct quote. Uh, that's but. For sure. For the most part. He ain't wrong. He's not wrong. Follow the money. You're putting your head on the line. You're putting your body on the line. And you're going to let a guy like Bob Arum and others become super, super wealthy off of you? That's not how it works. Listen, there's a reason
1: why... I had a major beef with Dana White a long time ago because I'm a boxer, I'm a fighter, I stand up for fighters because I know, and I know for a fact that we put our lives on the line every single time we step in the ring, so we want to get paid as much as we can because we don't know that we're going to get paid anymore because we could get injured any day. In boxing, unlike any other professional sports, like not any other, but most of the major ones like basketball and football, there's what you call guaranteed contracts. What people don't realize about boxing is there's no guaranteed contract. If we don't compete... We don't get paid, plain and simple. So when a guy wants more money to make make a fight happen, I'm okay with it because I know what he's doing. He's like, you know what? I'm prolonging my life. I'm prolonging my money-making life because I can't fight forever. So I understand that. But so Google this because people can fact check me, but my original beef with Dana White was like 10 years ago. Maybe, Maybe a little bit less, but him and Tito Ortiz, Google this, Tito Ortiz got a back injury. And he submitted it to the UFC because they do pay for a lot of that stuff. Like, I'm sure they're paying for the heavyweight champion Four of the world. Or fighters so,
0: under contract. I'm sure they're yes. paying
1: for his knee surgery whatever's yes. going on, the heavyweight champion of the yes, world for if you're UFC. you're under contract, they will. So, Tito Ortiz was under contract. He submitted it to Dana White for a back surgery. And Dana White declined it and said that that was not from the UFC. You did not get that injury from boxing or from, from UFC or from MMA. But my whole thought process was, Tito Ortiz was the face of, of, of UFC when it was coming up, right? Yep. He was 100%. One of them, he, was, sure. he was on the cover of, I think, the UFC sure. game, right? Well, Dana White declined that. It was, I think it was like a $7,500 surgery, right? And he declined it. So immediately the fighter in me came out and I go, I don't like Dana White anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't like him. Mm -hmm. He could have, him and Tito have had beef for a while. If you look at it, they've had beef. Even when he was signed with them, they've had beef. It's fair. Whatever their beef was, I don't know for sure. Only those two know it. But what I do know is that happened. And I looked at Dana White. In my mind, I'm thinking, your stock alone right now. In the UFC is worth like I think it, it's something like five hundred million dollars what his stock is worth. Plus he he makes money yearly because he's a majority owner and he's the president and face of it, right? So I'm like, even if Tito Ortiz didn't get that injury from the UFC, it's seventy five hundred dollars. That's a drop in the can to you. Mm-hmm. That is literally like me going out and buying a Coke. It is yeah. literally, yeah, pay it. Uh, that's been my whole thing with from a long time ago it was a
0: long time ago but it's also it was a decision made because it it wanted to shut the door on the future on on what we're seeing now which is really restricting pay restricting benefit there's no like real benefits i mean yes if you're under contract you get some of the health care shit taken care of oops but other than that there's nothing same thing with boxing though it's like the promoters are smart having all these belts and all these different companies and all this stuff, they're smart because they kept it splintered for a reason because there's no unification. And don't get me wrong. I'm not a union guy. I never have been, but when it comes to the sports world, it's a little different. It's a little different because, because these, these athletes, men and women putting your bodies on the line and you actually don't have anyone to come to your aid. If something happens, you're on your own, Mm -hmm. you're on an Island. Unless you're surrounded by proper agencies, things like that, and they could really fight for you. But if you don't have that, if you're a random mid-card person, you're screwed. You're screwed.
1: So this is my challenge to Jake Paul, though. Because I appreciate him challenging the UFC to start paying the fighters more, taking care of them. But UFC has done something that boxing hasn't done. Because UFC does take care of their fighters in regard to medical. If you're signed with them, you have a little bit of health care coverage, right? Boxers don't. Yeah. At all, yeah. we. I, I, I'll take that back. The night of the fights, we are covered under a certain insurance policy mm-hmm. that night, right? But leading up to those fights, that we're training our butts off for, if we get injured leading up to those fights, we're not covered yeah. at all. That's on our own, like on our own. And dime. See,
0: it sucks. Listen, as as a self employed individual, having health care sucks. Our country. I love our country, and I love all the things we do. But I I I agree in a political discussion. I agree with both sides of the aisle here. Our healthcare system sucks. I don't know how to fix it. I don't, I don't know what the proper fix is. I don't think it's a unified sort of system and like uh, socialized. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but all I know is the current system sucks because for the most part, healthcare, the healthcare industry, pharmaceuticals run everything. You know, doing what I do for a living. I know that. Big I mean, just pharma. follow the stocks, follow the stocks, bro. Uh, so as a self-employed individual, it sucks getting healthcare and it sucks getting sick. Cause I'm just waiting, like that bill's going to come in. I'm, I'm like, there. How I know. much did that cost? Yeah. I mean, come on. I'd rather I'd rather just like wait it out. When I got the the big C, which I've been people don't like when I call it the big C because they think cancer is a big C. Yeah, I guess that's a bigger C. It is a lot bigger. It's C. a lot bigger, but call it the Rona. Uh, I'm, it's a Rona. Dave, yeah, but Dave from Barstool, he called it the big C. So I call it the Rona. When I got the Rona, and I had actually go like go to walking clinics, and I got the bills in the mail. I'm like, Dang it. It was a lot. And they, what did they tell me to do? Nothing special other than go home. Go home. Isolate. Get, you know, get better. Treat it like it's the flu, basically. I had some medicine uh, prescribed to me because my breathing was pretty rough. And that was expensive as hell, too. Gee, what a shock, right? So, digression. Ultimately, Jake Paul, if he can put his money where his mouth is, and they do something leading up to fights... Having some sort of a window, you're covered from 30, 45 days out to 30 to 45 days beyond. I don't know what the answer is there. I would applaud him and his promotion company for doing that, MVP. Um,
1: for boxing, that's my that's my call yeah. to Jake Paul is. Literally, he's calling out Dana White for more pay for their fighters, right? Well, Jake, you're a boxer. You're a professional boxer. You're, you're in my realm now, right? Yep. BJ, you're my boy. I, I love you, too. Why don't you get Jake Paul to start advocating more for professional boxers and their healthcare professional boxers and a little bit of healthcare leading up to fights. Like you said, whether it's 30, 45 days, do you know how many fights happen? Are there, you know, how many fights that don't happen because of an injury during training. Sure. We're out money for that. Sure. Let's start advocating insurance companies to, to start covering these individuals for stuff like that. Let's start advocating promoters to yeah. start covering these guys because I know, I know both sides. Now when I'm a promoter, I have to spend thousands of dollars for insurance that I literally never use. But as a promoter, I got to pay it. And I'm actually okay with it because I was a fighter as well. So I'm okay paying that insurance because I know that if any fighter ever gets injured on my card, he's covered by the insurance policy that I had to take out based on the state requirements that, that I promote in. So Jake Paul. Start advocating for boxers too, bro. I get it. You're you're, you're trying to change the game. You're trying to change a lot of stuff. I love it because you've changed women's boxing with the Amanda Serrano-Kate Taylor fight. You're trying to change the UFC, which I'm cool with that because those guys do deserve to make a lot of money because those guys' careers they're a lot less at the than very boxing. least
0: in that realm. He's at least shining a light on it yeah. significantly. And it's interesting when you shine light into a corner and you see how many cockroaches scurry around and Dana white, in this circumstance is the cockroach or the big one uh, with regard to it. I agree with Dana white on a lot of stuff. I agree with him on his, his COVID stance and, and, uh, and medicine that way. But when it comes to the way he treats his athletes from a pay standpoint, healthcare, I do not. Um, so it'll be interesting. And he, and, Jake Paul, not Jake Paul's side yet, but when it comes to his stances, irregardless of his um, reasonings for doing it, he might be doing it just for shameless self-promotion. He might not even believe in the cause, and that's fine, because the point is that he's bringing it up. He's the one actually advocating it. Who cares what his motives are? 100%. 100%. Who cares? Who cares? So. I know we digressed a lot from the ladies, from the women, I should say. Amanda Serrano, came. Taylor. They helped lead us into that. But that is coming April 30th. We're going to talk more as we get into April, which is a couple months away. Uh, But they're fighting Madison Square Garden. Historic bout, headlining Madison Square Garden. Amazing. Kudos to those uh, women. And we look forward to talking a little bit further down the road.
1: I just hope everybody appreciates that B-Money is actually giving massive respect and accolades to women professional athletes i think that deserves to be talked about because you are and that's me to me that means that it deserves it and it's real okay. so i appreciate so, that though that's not a knock no, no, that no. is I like real life a knock, appreciation for,
0: for context purposes the reason why weekend Trav says that is because i tend to knock things like the wnba because That's basically like going to the YMCA and watching a pickup basketball game amongst 10 year olds. (laughs) You gotta get, it is. You're gonna get a lot of layups. You're gonna get a lot of jump shots. Uh You're gonna get a lot of confusion. That is what the WNBA is, okay? (laughs) Okay. Confusion, layups, jump shots. (laughs) That should be their new slogan. The WNBA confusion, layups, jump shots. Jump shots. I'm
1: just drinking over here.
0: So make sure you snip that part and use that for our our marketing purposes.
1: I'm giving you accolades because you are putting... This is where I hope everybody appreciates it more so than ever, though, and know that it's real, is that you give credit when credit is due. When you
0: get two pugilists, two fighters in a ring, a cage, whatever it is, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. It only matters if you're transgender because that doesn't count. Uh, But if you're a man or a woman, it doesn't. Do we need to go into that topic? We need to oh, talk about that swimmer, swimmer from uh, University of Pennsylvania. That's uh, yeah, a that's not good. Travesty. I,
1: I think it's bad. You know what? You know what I think is. It's people should really start questioning. It is when we have a transgender person like Bruce Jenner, who is now Caitlyn Jenner, yeah. is also against this woman competing or this man competing against women. I'm sorry if you're watching our show. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. She's a man. She was born a man.
0: She's yeah. competing against Listen. women, and she's dominating Listen. them.
1: Even, even a transgender who is the face of transgenderism, whatever that is, which is Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner, he's telling everybody, this is a travesty. Olympian.
0: He has every right to One say— One of the greatest
1: athletes probably athletes of all time, probably.
0: As a man. He has— As a man. But if he did it as a woman, which seems to be the trajectory we're headed to, he would crush every record. Anyways— Shadow ban us all you want. What are we going to lose? five views? I don't care. Listen, this guy, he's a guy. Just like the old State Farm commercial said, well, he's a guy. Jake from State Farm, he's a guy. (laughs) This guy. He sounds hideous. Well, he's a guy. (laughs) This guy is crushing women's swimming records. University of Pennsylvania. University of Pennsylvania, you should be ashamed of yourselves because I wouldn't even know your college existed. It's not Penn State. That's the only college I know in Pennsylvania. I mean, I'm sure there's others. Pitt. Pitt. Pitt's another one. Who the heck is the University of Pennsylvania? I don't know. They, you... might, they might That's be in not... Ivy League for all I know. I think they probably are. I probably should uh, give them a little credit. But you're losing all your credibility with me. Uh, number one, I'm not a massive advocate of women's sports. I understand that. I think certain sports are entertaining to watch. Obviously, boxing, fighting, uh, um, Gymnastics. Swimming, real women swimming, very competitive. I like it when it's like people going against each other, men going against men, women going against women. Not damn transgenders going against women.
1: Listen, that's the thing. If you actually, if you actually support women's equal rights, oh yeah, then you are not a f- Then you should not be supporting. I, my wife is a professional tennis player, right? I don't want her playing against a we can born traf, male.
0: Weekend Trav. the feminists, it's crickets. Yeah crickets, because they don't know who to argue for. They are so entrenched in the left side of things that they are, they're so confused. I don't know if I should stand up for the ladies whose records are being just torn apart by this dude. Uh, it's, it's incredible to me that this is still going on. Hey, the NCAA, by the way, just basically kicked the can to s- s- basically said that, well, it's kind of up to every sports, uh, you know, so they're, they're actually taking responsibility. They're not taking responsibility for anything. Of course, they're, nobody they're wants waiting, to stand up right now. They're waiting for actual uh, women's, or, uh, sorry, the, the swimming federation to make a call on everything to follow suit. It's amazing to me that we can't just say, uh, this guy who literally during his college career swam on the men's team. It's not like... He literally transitioned because he was mediocre on the men's team. There
1: there there's a perfect example as well in track. I think it was 2017 this yep. person That's who was a realm. male Absolutely. and he was I think he was ranked in like the 200 300s and then he transformed. I don't even know like please forgive me that I don't know the exact vernaculars blah blah blah. But he transitioned
0: No offense to the transformers. into a <laughs>
1: He transitioned to a female and then guess what happened? He was number one in the nation.
0: Okay. So, so listen, it's, it's pure. Against females, It's though. pure A&P. An, 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 anatomy and physiology. There we go. A&P.
1: Trust, trust the science. Trust the science. But only when it agrees with your political realm.
0: Listen, it's physiology. When you get to the cream of the crop athlete-wise, men are just going to be better athletes in the sport than the women are. There, that's not me being a misogynist. It's that's, genetically... i not being sexist. This is genetics. Yeah, it is. And, and so, once again, I'm an advocate of boxing, the fighting sports, um, softball.
1: But are you an advocate of Katie Taylor Volleyball. fighting Gervonta Davis?
0: Uh, No. There no. you go. What's you the could, difference? That's you could like, that's the di- like, That's di- Davis, so silly. Put D- Gervonta Davis in there with uh, Clarissa Shields, two different weights. He's going to tear her apart. Probably. Yeah. It doesn't matter who, it's, who it is. It's just, it's just A&P, anatomy and physiology. It's not me being sexist. It's not being a right-wing lunatic. It's just me saying that's the pure science of it. It's not fair. We've, we've gone through decades of Title IX and all this stuff and trying to get women's sports up to where it probably should be. It goes back to my original argument about Bob Merriman and the others. You're not promoting and marketing properly. That's why there's such a, a divide between money and all sorts of stuff. You're getting the same thing here. This is setting women's sports behind. By letting dudes go into women's sports, I can't even ma- like Think about those words coming out of my mouth. We're letting dudes into women's sports. Let's, let's talk about
1: this, right? Okay. I'm a girl dad. So are you. So am I. Can you imagine... If your little girl had to go up against a born male, how would you feel? I have, two, I have two aspects of this because one, my wife is a tennis player where she makes a living doing that. Yep. Now I have a little girl. I would not accept that. And here, so here's the deal. A lot of people always like to point out the problem, right? Okay. We've pointed the problem out. That's a problem in our, in our opinion. That's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to point out the solution. Here's a solution. If you want to be a transgender, that's your personal choice. You chose to do that. In my your opinion, you, right? It's then, weird,
0: but it's your prerogative.
1: Now let's have a transgender league, okay? Bingo! If you he have a transgender it. league, compete against each other. That's fair. Yes. Okay. Whatever science there is, because here's the deal. I've I, I've had this discussion with people, and I actually, I here's. I always like to hear the other side of the stories. Sure. Probably too much. I actually talk to the other side of political spectrum and things like this as well. well I, got on a, I was on a conference call because of a friend who's a teacher back in Mirza, Missouri that I met. She's in California now. She's like, Travis, you got to hear this. It's a transgender, whole like transgender. Literally, it's like a, you could call in and listen in, right? And I listened in the whole time because I was trying to hear both sides of the story. And never, I asked the question, right? Never once was answered. I was like, how? Okay, you're telling me that a, a born male can compete against a female in professional tennis. It was my question was that. I was like, and you're telling me that that born male doesn't have an advantage over that tennis player who is a born female. Right. They literally skipped over me, but I still stayed in the conversation and listened, and I never got an answer. So, but I've been educating myself. When you're a transgender, You have this thing, it's called hormone blockers. They start blocking um, certain hormones and you start getting no testosterone, gets blocked, blah, 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 all of that stuff. I don't mean to blah, 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 like it's not a big deal. It is, but they're saying that they block the testosterone, right? But even if you even ask Bruce Jenner and he says it, he goes, I've had all my testosterone blocked. I've had all that blocked, blah, blah, blah. But yet if you put me against a female, I would beat her.
0: Uh, Absolutely.
1: Because his whole life, he's... Been a male. We can you don't just lose all that strength and all that just because your testosterone's blocked. We now. can
0: trap. There's been a few uh, uh, MMA fights between transgender transgender and traditional women. I hate saying that they're traditional. They're just women. They're women. Yep. We have yet to hear of a result where a traditional woman beat a transgender. If that ever happened, that would be headline news. But we have heard
1: she was seriously hurt. I remember.
0: Are women being seriously maimed and hurt? In these cages or or whatever the the ring was in those situations, that is not right. It is not right. I agree with you. You want all these, you want all these weirdos to to fight each other and to compete each other in a transgender league. league. Go for it.
1: Go against each other. What's wrong wrong with with it? But that's my thing too. And I asked that question on the thing too. I was like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. what's wrong with having a separate league like well that that somebody else must ask that question because they kind of address it they're like well we don't want to single out people and we don't want to make them feel like they're different they already are you are different and i'm sorry the dudes are running with wieners
0: <laughs> unless they chop but, them off and but, you know plug them in or i don't know how they that's do it. also
1: a thing going on with this swimmer is they're saying there's some girls that are in the locker rooms that are very 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 because that person you would
0: think he's at a has, disadvantage because he a, has a rudder flying
1: out and they say that that person doesn't cover Is, that up, and they're actually well, very...
0: I'm saying that you would think that he's in at a disadvantage because he's swimming with a rudder in the water. <laughs> I think that slows you down, doesn't it? <laughs> it's not it's I'm not, not a swimming it's expert. A, he hasn't cut through the water as well.
1: <laughs> I'm not a swimming expert, so I couldn't me tell you Me either.
0: Me either. But ultimately, this discussion was brought about because of my disdain for the WNBA. How do you think they would feel if a bench warmer in the NBA became a woman somehow... Transgendered himself and then became the all star of the WNBA.
1: I'm actually, this has brought, brought up a good point. I'm actually thinking. Is that, that going to happen? My career as a professional boxer is almost to an
0: end, because right? a woman.
1: Well, that's what, I'm th- that's what I'm getting to is like, what if I started my transition and I'm a welterweight, so I'm a little bit bigger than the Katie Taylor and those guys. What if I came back and I had an emerging career? You can't say no to me because I'm politically and politically correct. I'm protected because now they have to fight me, right? Why wouldn't they? And what are the rules? There's no rules. There's no but what rules What are the yet.
0: rules? I mean, could you just show up and say, "Hey, I think I'm a woman."
1: Yeah, I don't – I mean, I think – so I think – in so to be fair, I think in some of the college sports, Mm. you do have to have some kind of aspect where you have been on blockers for a certain amount of time. I think there is – I I think – and I'm trying to have both – I'm trying to be devil's advocate here. I think that there is because I've been – I've been educating myself a little bit yep. on this a little bit, which So is, they don't have
0: to they don't have to chop their wieners off yet.
1: I don't think they do, technically, but I think they have to not be, they <laughs> have there's to be more, there's more testosterone <laughs> blockers. There's more
0: that goes into it than I understand yes. that.
1: So I think there's some rules for that. Or. But I think that this is so new that a lot of a they lot of there's not hair. a lot of laws. They have to
0: grow their hair long like I'm doing.
1: Can they grow be- can they have beards? Why not? Are they allowed to? Why not? Well, I think if you have testosterone blockers, you don't grow as Yeah, much but if I air. was you,
0: here's what I would do. If I'm weak in Trav, okay. and I want to keep my career going and transition, I, I would— I have a family to,
1: to, to support now. Like, maybe i come back and be a superstar. Listen,
0: do the blockers, whatever, but don't shave your beard. Just let, it, just let it be what it is. Leave it.
1: Well, it won't fall out, right? Like, if I put I blockers so. on, it won't fall out. I don't think out. so. I don't think so. I'm waiting for that. Yeah. I'm waiting for that.
0: So that's what I want to see. I'm uh, waiting for somebody to but you have to But you have to go in the ring, wear a sports bra, okay? That gives you excess uh, marketing room. You could put whatever you want on there. We can, uh, Wayne in with Travis Hartman, you could put that on there. And
1: that's for sure going there.
0: There you go. I think we're on to something. I think we And you know what? Maybe I'll try out for the WNBA, or, first of all,
1: you were probably one of the best layuppers of all time. I am.
0: Well, I'm not. I don't. So I don't. I don't you could do a layup. I will miss, I'll miss more layups than the WNBA All-Stars. I will biscuit. I, I will admit that. I
1: just tried giving you
0: credit. I will admit it, that. At least you're, I'm a left-handed shooter. least you're honest. I'm a left-handed shooter, but I'm a right-handed guy, so my brain sometimes disconnects. The WNBA All-Stars will be better at layups than me. They'll all definitely right. be better at free throws. I was never a good free throw shooter. But on defense... You're a good layupper. On defense, they can't body up like me. (laughs) Body
1: up? You're going to (laughs) body...
0: Oh, yeah, man. You just got to tuck it back. You just got to tuck it back in the underwear. Right? There was a movie at one point. No one wants to remember this movie. Joanna Man.
1: I remember that movie. Joanna Man. I remember that. That
0: was the first transgender... Well, he wasn't really transgender.
1: We're getting... That was the first... Shadow... Oops.
0: That was the first movie diving into this kind of topic and what happened he crushed it
1: he did he killed it crushed it there there's also been other movies too where it was i think amanda Bynes was in it yeah uh, ladybugs (laughs)
0: ladybugs there you go so like no that was a dude that was a dude playing on the women's team and he what what happened he crushed it killed
1: it like he killed it. I was I was trying to do a video for Amanda Bynes. I forget the
0: name of that one, but she pretended to be a guy to play on the soccer team. I don't think she crushed it, but she. Oh was yeah, talking. that's
1: right. She pretended to be a guy. That's right because she was trying to get close. Folks, okay, that's right.
0: Folks, can we just all agree to this? Like dudes do dude sports, women do women's sports. If you're going to be a weirdo and be a transgender, create a transgender division and do your thing against each other. Because the same amount of people are going to watch you guys that are going to watch you and be interested. On the women's level. Because you don't see the other way around. You don't see a woman transitioning to be a man and competing in man sports, do you?
1: No. No. Doesn't happen. Interesting. Because if it does, Interesting. you don't hear about it because they're not being successful.
0: Hmm. For, for and this has, science reasons. This has nothing to do with you actually wanting to transgen- transition mm-hmm. to be a transgender or be a weirdo. This has nothing to do with that. Okay? Go for it. To each your own. As long, as long as it's not me doing it, I don't. Care. Well, and my family and those around me um, d- don't talk to me. So, <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. It's weird.
1: Listen, you, you don't have to apologize. Is that satire. is how you feel, and that's YouTube. How this
0: like, is satire. YouTube. This, this is satire. Satire. This, satire. This is
1: Bumble Bumblebee. This is all satire. Bumblebee tuna. But listen, you're you're not a hundred percent off on this because my whole thing is like I'm not. I'm not, like, against – well, I kind of am, but I am. But here's my deal. How can you say no to when I say, okay, you want to do that. You want to choose to defy God because you were born a male. If you want to choose to defy what God born made you be born with, hmm. then compete against other people that choose that too. Because it seems to be popular now. I don't, I don't think it is. I think we're only seeing, like – I don't think it's very popular among the majority. It's a minority for sure. But what is wrong with competing against your own? That's it. I have listen. You want to come at me with whatever. Call me any name you want to. But what I'm trying to say is, compete against your own because you clearly have an advantage. Why the hell does nobody see that a born man is nope. now a woman and is number one no. in women's like they, uh, swimming?
0: Listen. Well, I don't think I don't know if he's number one or not, but. He's winning no, a lot. We, we can trav. They do see it. They do.
1: They're just afraid to talk about it they probably, right? They don't
0: want to speak out against that because it goes against the political division that we have in this country,
1: which is probably why so I think stupid. we're going to have a rumble account.
0: I, I think so. Um, listen.
1: Sorry YouTube. I just we don't still love you a little bit. Like come on, help us out.
0: It's like we're all taking crazy pills. All right. It's a Zoolander reference. We're taking crazy pills, folks. The, the, this whole argument with a guy, he's a guy, he's a guy. The guy from the University of Penn, it's stupid. It's stupid. Yet, yet no one is actually in the, in the normal media saying how stupid it is. It's stupid. The women, some women are coming forward and saying this is retarded. Sorry, that's a bad word, right? Well, I'm, Anyways, where did we even get to this topic? We were talking about women's boxing. We were talking about my disdain for the WNBA.
1: I was actually giving you credit for that. Well. Because you were giving – you were see, that's where I think your opinion matters more.
0: You will never get credit until it's marketed and promoted appropriately and filling stands up and you get a good talent pool coming in, then that's different. Then it becomes a a full actual sport and I will eat crow and I will say, yes, I was wrong about the WNBA. But at that point, I'm going to be an 85-year-old man.
1: God bless you for That's like that over long.
0: half my, like double my life. That's span. a full life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I probably will never see it That's in my Bob day. That's but, a Bob but maybe, life. That's a Bob Maybe my great grandchildren will one day say the WNBA is an excellent sport.
1: league Maybe if they start letting transgenders. Oh, play. then I'm watching. And they start jamming Once it you start out. Dunking, you're yeah. dunking on Candace Parker. Listen, yeah, she doesn't play anymore. Listen. But
0: like, I love when the, like the, the lower-level guys get some court time. So if they transgender and they're out there balling and they're dunking and they're all-stars, I'm going to watch WNBA then. Fair. Very else. Listen, a
1: man is allowed to have his own opinion. We should listen because I listen, listen. to a lot of opinions.
0: I support the feminine side of folks. I'm drinking a Bud Light seltzer as well Speaking as our of bourbon. All
1: that, we haven't talked about our bourbon, and I chose this bourbon for a reason, by the way. Okay. Do you know why I chose this? Because the name of this bourbon is a brother's bond. Okay. And I don't think that brothers always have to be blood. And this is no disrespect to my brothers. I have three other brothers. Mm-hmm. I love my brothers. Mm-hmm. And people, I do. I love my brothers. I know one of them. But but be my. You actually do. You haven't met my other two. No. But my other three. You've met one, but you haven't mm-hmm. met the other two. But I chose this because B Money is like a brother to me, and that's why I chose it. I wanted to have this well, I appreciate on our that. episode. That's sentimental. It's called Brothers Bond. We can we can transition to something actually.
0: Transition is the <laughs> word. That's the word of tonight. I we're didn't even I didn't even mean to do that. We've that was actually on accident. We've transitioned from being shadow band to talking about bourbon. <laughs> uh, Brothers Bond. We no, can we're talking traf. about bourbon
1: because we are the number one boxing beard and bourbon podcast. In Orlando, Florida, in a boxing gym, specifically on a Sunday, sometimes on a Monday, sometimes on a Tuesday, sometimes we don't even know, sometimes we just drink because we drink, and sometimes I smoke a cigar, sometimes I have a cigar on the episode, sometimes I don't, but sometimes we put ice in our bourbon, sometimes we don't because we do it neat, but you know what, regardless, we drink bourbon.
0: We do, and uh, I do like this one, it has a good, kind of a vanilla taste. It's not not bad, right? I don't know if you're getting that. Uh, But I am. Uh, So let me read it a little bit because I didn't. I just, we set up, folks. We do pre production, but we're setting up.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I get vanilla.
0: Yeah. 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 So it's very good. I get Uh, a little
1: smoky vanilla, though. Where did you get
0: that from? Where did you get this?
1: That was ABC. Oh, really? That was a proud ABC
0: buy. There you go. So from Arkansas, folks. Fort Smith, Arkansas. You don't see a lot of hey. that, uh, but it's distilled in Indiana. So it's kind of weird. Okay, wait, hold on.
1: Uh, but I also would like to give credit out to the cigar that I mm. have been chewing on. It is a Hooten Young yep. cigar, and it's called Meduse. And Hooten Young also has a bourbon, and we will be doing that very soon as well. But Shout out, Tim Young. Young.
0: Tim Young, Shout whatever. Shout out, Tim Young.
1: And Hooten Young is th- – we've actually had the bourbon on one of our shows mm-hmm. before, um, but we'll, we'll do it more as well. But we're trying we, – we sample all – bourbons we don't just do one bourbon every single show and if anybody ever wants us to do one bourbon every show why don't you just reach out to us because Mm -hmm. we might honor that if you pay us enough money
0: or hell bring it with you or just give us some bourbon or bring it with you and sit here and we'll all talk i'm happy doing that let's put a third mic up on the table
1: we've had that before we've had a guest before so you know what maybe tim young of hooten young maybe you could come on our show
0: why not Shout out Tim Young. Um, so we can travel. Let's go ahead and rank this thing. I know we're running a little longer than normal, but you know what? I don't care. Who cares? Brothers bond, and this is from Arkansas by way of Indiana. I guess that's kind of a weird thing. It tastes very good to me, but let me get your ranking one or from zero to ten. Boxing gloves. What are you thinking?
1: I'm gonna go six points. Five. Hmm. I'm gonna go a six point five.
0: Okay, and I was gonna go six point four anyways. I like it. Uh, so that's See, a six close. four five. And folks, that's a good ranking. Listen, you can't give a ten to everything. You can't even give an eight to ten to everything because we've never is, had an eight. That's a, so like, know excellent. that going in.
1: We've never had an eight. So this is
0: above average. It average, is. average would be five. So above average, it's very good. I think the worst thing we ever had was probably something from. Um, uh, sam's club or something no or costco no the worst we've no ever no no that no i know what you're gonna say but the worst one we had was like costco brands second worst No, we never
1: had it on the show though i think we did no we didn't i we know what you're dra- talking about we've
0: done 71 episodes it was kirkland's it's kirkland's. I know what you're talking about.
1: we've never had that on the show because i think I would, we did no, nope, I, think we I would did. never let that happen i'm
0: pretty sure we did i'm gonna I pull will, it up you if pull you, it up if you guys can find it put it on the put it on from, the comments
1: listen i would never subject B money to that
0: I'm pretty sure your father gave it to us. Pretty sure. He did. He doesn't, he listen. doesn't
1: listen. So I poured that down the sink.
0: <laughs> but the worst high-profile thing we've ever had.
1: <laughs> okay, that's better.
0: Was what?
1: Proper 12.
0: Yeah, Proper 12. A Not a bourbon. It, it is a, it's a whiskey, but it's gross. You want
1: to know something? I forget this person's name, but it happened in the last couple of weeks. I forget the name of this person. It might have been a girl even. And she was a big fan of Proper 12. And I told I was like, "Listen, everybody's taste buds are different. I get it, but Proper Twelve, by far, nasty, was one of the worst bourbons we've had on the show. It wasn't a bourbon. Bourbon's just whiskey. whiskey. It's a whiskey. It was a whiskey. It's really yes. a scotch.
0: So listen, it I've was had, one of the worst we've had. I've had plenty of scotches along my day. We don't do scotch here, really.
1: We've done a couple though. Yeah, you know what though? To it's be fair, gross. To be fair, folks. on the Proper Twelve, we ended up drinking a lot of it on the show.
0: Maybe, yeah, that's so good kudos to them. But listen, if you're, <laughs> if you're in a bar and all you're doing is drinking Proper 12, you could basically take the little bar mat where you put your cups on when they're done and pour it into a glass, and it's going to taste better. That's my opinion. But, you know, kudos to Conor McGregor, whatever. They made me a lot so, of money off of it. So Brothers uh, Bond, there you go. Uh, uh, we're giving it a 645 in total, boxing gloves for the show. It's very good. It has a nice vanilla taste to it. Um, and okay. it's easy drinking especially after i've been drinking a uh, seltzer uh, but, you know. straight bourbon whiskey hand okay. selected so batch. we can try we have a couple other things real quick i want to get through and okay. then we're going to close up the show All we've right. talked a lot Wrap it we've up. we've probably already got our account closed by youtube because of the whole transitioning conversation we had but you know it just frustrates the hell out of me it's not fair as a, as also a, a a father of of a of, of a girl a dad girl i'm just pissed like what does it look like down the road not maybe for her but maybe for her daughter it's yeah. who knows we are all taking crazy pills, anyways oh, let's you know go ahead
1: really fast before you wrap it up i have to give credit to so the, this is from a friend of mine that okay. gave this to me madison keys oh, gave it cool. to me and madison keys actually just made the semifinal yeah she did we gave her a little welcoming home party yesterday because she just got back on saturday yeah. from the Australian open so i gotta give major kudos to madison who's back on the major scene maddie thank you for the hat also congratulations like Sydney finals is amazing That's she lost to the girl who amazing. won it all yeah. ash Barty won it all yeah so congrats maddie we love you and um thanks for the hat because i do wear it. i wore it today actually went to lunch with my wife and i wore it but thank you and congrats again
0: Week and Trav's lunch prolonged for a few hours, so I'm glad we're able to film this. Um, so let's do a couple quick things here because uh, I don't want to let a week, another week roll by where we haven't filmed since two weeks ago, where we miss out on the new things we've been trying to implement over the past few months. Oh yeah. I guess it's not new anymore, but we're gonna start number one with the beardsmen <laughs> of the week. <laughs> This I hat. gotta get the right sound this effect. Guy so, right here. so on the edit weekend, Trav, I'll I'll just be transparent <laughs> with everybody. On the edit, I couldn't find the typical thing we did on the last one. We did. Oh, it didn't happen. So, I need to figure it out. Anyways, this week's
1: whatever you do, producer is amazing. So, it's good.
0: Well, I, you know, this whatever is, you transition, this is an
1: interesting. Whatever you transition to, I appreciate.
0: Listen, the transition from film to film, to film, to audio, and putting it all together. It's its a magic of transition. Um, so this week's Beardsman of the Week actually is from the football realm, the NFL realm. The and playoffs
1: the- are going right now. That's fair.
0: It's the championship rounds right now. Uh, uh, congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals who took down the Chiefs earlier today. Right now I'm watching um, my home state. the 49ers beating right now the Rams 10-7 to in the third quarter. We'll see how that game finishes out. But – I'm not going to talk about that game. I'm going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Chiefs, beating them, going to the Super Bowl for the third time. Beersman of Week in the history of their franchise. There you go. (laughs) Beardsman of the week goes to Von Bell. And the reason why we chose Von Bell weekend, Trav, actually you chose him, was because he had a huge interception in overtime. Okay? This intercepted Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, from the second half through overtime, just not a good game for him.
1: Patrick Mahomes, I believe, up to that point, had thrown in the playoffs, had thrown 26 touchdowns and only one interception, and now he's got – so three now. So 26 – no, he he had 29 to three now. But anyway, he doesn't throw interceptions in the playoffs, and he threw one in the
0: overtime. And to be fair, it's not like he threw it straight to Von Bell. The ball was – the ball was punched – he was throwing it to uh, Tyreek Hill. Yep. The ball was kind of popped out of the hands, and the other dude was just there. Von yep. Bell was just there, and he collected it. So, And to be fair, they
1: had it was far down the field. It was third down. If that would have been incomplete, the Chiefs would have punted it probably to that exact same spot. Yeah. To be fair, they would have probably.
0: But that was a big – It was momentum, though, The I feel momentum like. had gone back and forth Mighty in the whole Mo. second half. So good job, Von Bell. He has a beer. We put it up on the screen here. Um But the main reason why he's on here for Beersman of the Week is because he made a huge play.
1: It was in the playoffs, and that's a big deal.
0: But let's go to another huge play, and that's going to be this week's Money Shot (laughs) of the Week. You don't even need
1: the sounds. We made it.
0: And we don't have to go very far. It's going to be the same game. And the Money Shot of the Week is actually going to go to Evan McPherson, the kicker for the Cincinnati Bengals. They
1: nicknamed him Shooter. I heard that.
0: Shooter. Really? Shooter yeah. McPherson? Shooter yeah, McGavin? Yeah, they called like him Like Shooter that. McGavin?
1: Yeah, like that. I don't right. know if it's like Shooter McGavin, but like that's what I came Either to. Either way.
0: So he's been freaking lights out on the kicking game for the past few games. Yeah. Now, my only experience of Evan McPherson, number one, is that he's a Florida Gator. I don't like that. I'm a Seminole.
1: Ooh, I uh, didn't know that.
0: By fan base Good only. Good call, I, went to, I didn't know that. So, uh, but also, when the Packers played the Bengals, rest in peace, Packers, when the Packers <laughs> played the Bengals, we'll talk about that in a second, uh... He did not have a good game. Neither did our kicker. They went tit for tat for misses, and eventually we won the game in overtime. That guy doesn't miss often either. He's been ever since that game like lights out. Yeah. This this kid, because he's probably they mentioned it on air. He's like, they're he's probably just too young to really think about it too much. He just does it.
1: He doesn't have any scars. They said no scars. He's literally been like ten for ten the last like.
0: So so the money shot isn't necessarily the actual game winning field goal. It's actually the, uh, the, game, uh, the field goal that put them in the lead in the, regu- the regular part of the game. The, the actual, yep. In the regulation. And it was like because,
1: a 50-some yarder, I think.
0: I don't remember the distance, but it was trailing it was like 50, to the that's left. That's what I thought. It was trailing to the left. I'm like, oh, no. Just got to stay in the uprights or else you're giving the ball back to Mahomes.
1: And when you're in Kansas City— It's outdoor stadium. It's cold in KC. I'm from Missouri. I literally grew up 50 miles from Arrowhead Stadium. Actually, less than 50 miles. Less than an hour drive to Arrowhead Stadium. It's not an easy place to kick in. It's no. not an easy place to play in because the fans
0: are amazing. Loud. It was loud. It was. I'm not your favorite.
1: We have amazing fans.
0: But this guy had ice in, ice in his veins. It ice did. water in his veins, and he kicked that the game in the regulation to take the lead. That's the money shot of the week. It was trailing to the left, stayed in the uprights. They took the lead, eventually won the game. They're in the Super Bowl for the third time. In the Uh,
1: history of the franchise. History of the franchise,
0: taking on either the Rams or the 49ers, depending on how this game plays out so far. Probably going
1: to be the Niners who beat the Cowboys and the Packers. But
0: interesting, uh, from what I read on ESPN, the last two times the Bengals were in the Super Bowl, they took on the 49ers, losing both times. So is this the trilogy of history for them, and they actually win the whole thing, coming out of nowhere to win the Super Bowl? And another stat,
1: too, is that I believe that the number one draft pick has never has has made it to the Super Bowl twice, and it's Joe Namath, Joe Montana, and guess what? And now Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Like I believe that's correct. If we're wrong, you know what? Nobody's gonna that watch dude, it. I don't even listen, care. But like we're probably right.
0: Listen, he's a fun quarterback to watch. Uh, my main watching experience, obviously, was when they played the Packers. He plays gutsy, man. He he can sling the rock. He takes the hits. He take he he takes some risks. It's fun to watch. It's almost like. He's like Favre and Rodgers put together. He's a fun guy to watch.
1: But like that's what they say about Mahomes as well, and he beat Mahomes today.
0: My, here's the interesting thing He's with a gunslinger, Mahomes.
1: gunslinger, little, a little my, sand armor.
0: My interesting thought about Mahomes, and it's too early to tell, and this is just me being salty a little bit as well, he won a Super Bowl, first time there, lost it last year. There is, again. Does he now have the uh, Rodgers and Packers curse?
1: But wait, though. I've been watching the man in the arena on um, TB12, which is Tom Brady. Tom Brady has had a similar trajectory as well. That's true. He went like four or five years without winning one either, and then came back and like, won a whole true. bunch. That's true. So like,
0: it could. Be. We don't know yet. It's it early. You're in, right, though. In, it's in, early. In today's, but could in, today, be. in today's day and age, though, it's hard to keep teams together. It's hard to keep. Yep. So we'll see what happens with that, especially when you got to pay these guys. Yep. So like, for not Mike, just Mahomes.
1: I think Mahomes is locked in with Chiefs, but to pay his cast. That's what's tough.
0: So that's what we're running into a problem with. The Packers right now are about to just implode, and they're going to be in rebuild, and it's going to be in the doldrums. I'm going to be very, very sad and pathetic on the show.
1: What if Rodgers goes to, like, the Broncos? Or what if he retires?
0: I think it's more likely he goes to the Broncos than retires. Um, If he wants to finish out his career here in Green Bay, he probably has one more year.
1: But, but But that's the thing, too. I think he might finish out in Green Bay, and this is my opinion, because who do they have? And in the in the wings, quarterback wise,
0: Jordan Love sucks. So that would be that's our why, guy. That's why
1: yeah. I think that he might stay there. And the and the Green Bay Packers, even though they don't, they can't probably afford to keep his supporting cast. Which, to be fair, he doesn't have a supporting well, here, cast. Well, here's
0: what they can do. Uh, not that I'm I'm no expert in the NFL salary cap, but they can uh, franchise tag Devonte Adams. Not that any player likes that. And they can but keep Rodgers, so it keeps him there. Devontae Adams, right now, he wants – it's already leaked out. Do honey. you think he's
1: their key, though? I think wide receivers are replaceable. But I think like offensive linemen, things like that are a little tougher to keep.
0: Devonte Adams is, is an exceptional wide receiver. I think he will struggle more with a different quarterback that's not elite like a Rodgers.
1: Rodgers is a stud.
0: Uh, but so is Adams. Adams will still be an elite receiver. You see somebody like Odell Beckham Jr., It doesn't matter who's throwing the rock to him. He's killing it. He's great. He's killing it. Um, We'll see what Jamari Chase with the Bengals, how that works out with him and Joe Burrow. It helps that they had the connection in college. So, I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot of question marks. That's what makes the NFL a great – Great sport to follow and monitor, even th- beyond the season.
1: The transitions are amazing.
0: The transition is great. And here's the transition <laughs> we can trap to the end of the episode. <laughs> this is uh, episode 71. We thank you for following along with us. If you've hung up on us proverbially uh, based on our transition conversation, then fine, whatever. Uh, we don't care, but we do because uh, we're sensitive.
1: Yeah, but my shirt's awesome.
0: But hey... Yeah. Follow along. Subscribe below, uh, depending on whether you're following this video or audio uh, po- podcast. We appreciate that. Or comment below. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Keith Thurman and Mario Barrios? That feels like an eternity ago that we talked about it. It was about an hour ago.
1: What about Kaylee Taylor and Mendo Serrano? What about Tyson Fury and whoever else? What about Canelo, whoever else? What about boxing in general? What about Jake Paul? Jake Paul.
0: Sorry. What about Bob Arum? What about Ryan Garcia? What, what about, about Dennis Crawford? What about our Beersman choices? Yeah. Von, Von Bell. And what about our Money Shot choice? Boom. Evan McPherson. So comment below. Subscribe below. Give us a like. Dislikes don't matter anymore because YouTube is all PC, so whatever. But we can Trav, I'm going to transition to the close. Transition, okay. Yes, sir. No final thoughts because I don't care. I don't care either. That there is we can Trav. That there is B-Money, a.k.a. producer, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers is actually kind of cool now. I know, but I'm going to miss him. God bless. Thanks for watching.